second year of serving Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH Well, it's certainly gray outside, and they say uh, rain showers are likely. We're showing 75 degrees right now. We're headed up to 85, they say. And you know, it's not very long before the uh, Athens County Fair gets underway. State Fair got underway yesterday, I think, something like that. So we're going to talk about the fair, Athens County Fair, particularly from the point of the young people, the Junior Fair Board. And in in the studio with me today, uh, Kara Sheridan and uh, Breland Bykoski. Did I say it right, girls? Huh? Yes. Yeah? Pretty close, huh? Yeah. Okay, let's see. What mic are you on? You're sharing one. Okay, so I'll turn this one off, and uh, that should work there. All right. Well, um, Kara, let's start with you. Okay. Um, Both of you have a great sense of humor. We were talking out in the hallway, and and just really great folks. Um, Let's see. You... um, you graduated from Federal Hawking, right? Yeah, I did um, in 2021. And your parents, what are their backgrounds? Um, they're both from around here. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what else you want me to say about them. Well, I mean, like, um, uh, do you come from a farming uh, family or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so what, what, um, what was their specialty? Did they raise grain or animals or what? Um, on my f- dad's side of the family, it's animals, mostly sheep, mm-hmm. especially. Um, on my mom's side, well, when my mom was a kid, she moved around a lot because she was a military family. Her dad, her father, they like to call him a different name, but um, he was in the military so they moved around a lot so they really didn't live on a farm but when my nana was younger they lived on a farm with animals and chickens and cows and such so sure. it's it's definitely been a part of <laughs> my life a lot Breland, how about you um well my mom showed horses when she was little and she also did a lot of other projects when she used to be a 4-H member mm-hmm. um, but ever since I was little my siblings were also in 4-H and FFA and so I kind of grew up at the fair and so animals and agriculture have always been a part of me too yeah well neat so what 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 um uh, you're both involved in this year's fair, of course. And when I think of the Junior Fair Board or in, and the Junior Fair participants, I think of projects, right? And yes. so what um, what are each of your projects this year? Kara, you, you begin. Okay. So this year, I, I always take a lot of projects. I like to keep myself busy. Um, so this year in particular, I usually, what I usually do is I take chickens, <laughs> but yeah. I was worried about the bird flu. So I nixed them from my list. Okay. Um, now, wait a minute. The bird flu, you know, we, we've got a lot of talk about Koblen, but what's going on with this bird flu? So it's called the aviation bird flu, I think. Yeah. That's what Bree's shaking her head at me. Right. <laughs> so it's, um, a pathogen that goes from wild birds to your your uh, your flock and it just comes in and like kill it it makes everybody go dead wow. they all die Awful. and if they live through it you have to put them down because they are a carrier of it forever so my family were like really worried because i have a pretty decently sized flock we were just worried about it so we just didn't want to bring anything home no a flock is how many um typically it depends, but a flock can be anywhere from, like, four birds to, like, 250. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So, I have about, 
I want to say about 40 birds um, of all different kinds. I have ducks and chickens and little ones and big ones and egg layers, but yeah, so I have a lot of birds. So I usually take them, but I'm like, it's my last year. I'm already going to be busy. It's not a big deal. I've taken them since I was little, Mm -hmm. so I really just didn't want to bring anything home. So I didn't take them this year. And okay, so my projects for this year. Sorry, I went on a rant there for a second. Um, so I take breed rabbits, market rabbits, um, dairy goats. I also took a cake decorating project and a sewing project called Clothes for High School and College, which is an advanced level sewing project. Well, did I count six different projects? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that's remarkable. Yeah. And on top of all of my projects, I also am, I've been a part of the Junior Fair Board for four and a half years now, mm-hmm. and this is my last year on it. And I'm also, I was on the 2021 Royalty Court, Yeah. and then I ran again this year, so I, I keep, like to keep myself busy. I guess so. That's cool. And your parents really like that, right? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> well, let's see. Now, it's... Um, you're a sophomore in college, right? Yes. Um, after the fair, when school starts back up, I will be I will be going into my sophomore year. Okay. And still try and think about what you specifically uh, want to major in. Correct. Right? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Now, Brielan, you um, once again, folks, our guests this morning: Kara Sheridan and Breland Bykowski. Did I say it right? Yes. Good. Good. <laughs> Okay, now there's there's advisors, right? Yes. Um, any group that has uh, youth involved, and for that matter, um, even it's a group of all adults, there are different advisors or leaders in the organization. Uh, the Junior Fair Board, who who are the leaders or advisors? Um, there's Teresa Tedro, Marianne Stalder, and Bridget Moore. Sure. Now, I know Teresa, and... Um, I think I might know one other as well, but um, Teresa uh, Tedro has been doing it no, a long time, I know. Yes. And um, so, um, how often do you meet as a junior fair board? Um, we meet once a month. Year-round? Year yes, okay. pretty much year-round. We have a couple months off in the fall when mm. we're switching from year to year, but... Um, we meet every month, and then, of course, the fair week is always super busy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we also have some other events throughout the year that we participate in. Now, uh, before I get uh, too messed up here, um, the junior, I'm sorry, the Athens County Fair, folks, um, technically opens on Saturday, August 6th, right? Um, I, I yes. guess the even on there's even some activity on the fifth, but it really gets underway on um, Sunday, August seventh, I guess. Anyway, but um, let's see here: one, two, three, four, five. Why oh, didn't print the other side? Oh well. Anyway, it's a week long, and maybe a week and a day. Um, but. Uh, so if you if someone said to you when does the fair begin what day would you pick? Um, I would say probably Saturday, August sixth. Okay. Um, because that's when all of the animals arrive. I see. Um, on Friday, August fifth, um, there's harness racing, but oh, yeah. other than that, there's not really any big events for um, the public. And, uh, you know, the state of Ohio, they license, um, uh, what do you want to call it, paramutual um, events. That paramutual means you can bet on the horses. And um, they do that for different county fairs, and ours is one of them. And um, so that uh, uh, this is uh, harness racing. So, you know, you got a sulky. And a rider, and the rider's sitting in the sulky, and then the horse is pulling it. Now, you can bet on that, and that's on uh, Friday, uh, and that gets underway at 5 o'clock, and, of course, that's the main track and the grandstand and all that sort of thing. 
Then they've got, uh, yeah, so, and I think on that Friday, the admission is five bucks. And then uh, each of the other days, maybe it's ten, something like that. I'm close there anyway. And that harness racing um, it also occurs on um, the next day, Saturday. So Friday and Saturday, harness racing. And um, let's see, so all the animals start to arrive, it looks like, on Saturday the 6th. And um, so, what are you taking to the fair? Let's start with uh, Kara first. Um, how, many, how many animals of what types? So, out of my projects, for market rabbits, I have two pens, which, if you don't know... In a pen for our fair. Some fairs, they do it with three market rabbits. At our fair, it's two market rabbits. So I have two pens of two market rabbits going. So, so four rabbits. So four market rabbits. And oh, then I okay. have... Okay, what, what's a market rabbit? A market rabbit is used for meat. So it's the bigger breeds. It's six class, which means market rabbits, if you want to be technical. So they're the bigger ones that weigh a lot. So um, there's a few breeds. So... Um, there's Californians, New Zealands, which are the typical ones used for market pens at the fair. I have New Zealand's, New Zealand whites, if you want to be technical. Mm -hmm. Um, then there's also cinnamons and, um, Flemish giants are sixth class. And I think French lops are also sixth class. Holy cow. So they're the ginormous rabbits. Or holy rabbit, I guess. Yeah. What, so, um, I hadn't. I don't know. Well, I serve um, a couple of years on the on the fair board. Um, when Shorty Meek died, uh, they uh, named me to replace him for a while. That was just many, many years ago. Um, but I, you know, there's so much to know, and I didn't know all this stuff. <laughs> I didn't have any idea. I, you know, a rabbit's a rabbit. <laughs> Um, well, no. <laughs> different rabbits are used for different things. So the market rabbits, they're meat. So the breed rabbits, the other project that I'm taking. What's the word? Breed. Breed. Breed rabbits. Okay. So they're not used for meat typically. Um, Their purpose is? To be shown and loved. Okay, there you go. <laughs> they're, they're cage pets, essentially. Uh -huh. So I have hollops. So I have, I'm taking three Honlops to the fair, um, and two of which I'll be showing. The other one is, she's still little. <laughs> she's only, she's going to be like seven weeks at the fair, mm -hmm. but their their mom died. Oh. So we had to bottle feed them. So we're like, well, we might as well take them. We have to feed them twice a day. So we're like, might as well just bring them along. Now, do your parents participate in, in uh, the care of these things yes. a lot? Uh, my mom helps, and my sister and myself all help take care of our animals. Okay. But uh, do they ever say, why are we having to do this? This is your project. <laughs> uh, sometimes. <laughs> Once in a while. I Once guess. in a while. Sure. So those are my rabbits. And like I said, I'm not taking poultry this year. And then I have one dairy goat. <laughs> A berry goat. Dairy. Oh, dairy. Dairy. Okay. Like, so same with rabbits. Like, like I said, there's market rabbits and breed rabbits. So with dairy goats, there's dairy goats, and then there's um, breed market goats, and then there's market goats. Holy cow. So, yeah. Or holy goat. I guess. <laughs> holy goat. Yeah. So I, I have a dairy goat. Okay, so now, um, you know, I, I'm a city guy, right? <laughs> Born and raised in Worthington, which is Columbus. Yeah. Now, um, dairy milk, I'm sorry, <laughs> goat milk, um, is it, does it taste different? Well, um, I haven't put my dairy goat into milk yet. So it's not like chickens. Chickens from six months till like, what? Three years, four years, five, depends. Depends on the breed. They lay eggs right off the bat. You don't have to breed them or anything. Mm -hmm. Dairy goats, you have to breed them in order to get the milk. 
I see. So I haven't bred my dairy goat yet, but I have tasted dairy goat milk, which tastes pretty similar to um, cow milk. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's higher in like fat and richness and but, stuff. But but basically, milk is milk. Huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Same with eggs or eggs. So I have um, duck eggs and chicken eggs, but okay. Can you tell a difference <laughs> if you if someone made a, a fried egg? Two plates. One is um, a duck egg, the other one's a chicken egg. And you were tasting them. Can you tell the difference? Um, me, in particular, I can't really. The duck egg is usually a little bit richer. Mm-hmm. My sister really can. She's like, that one was the chicken egg, and that one was the duck egg. And does she have a preference? She prefers duck eggs. Oh, neat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's so much, um, you know, we don't know. Um Unless you've gone through it. Yeah. And uh, we're learning things from you right now, <laughs> both of you. Well, you have to learn something new every day, or the day's not worth living, is it? I guess so. <laughs> At least I've heard that said. Um, Raylan, uh, w- w- what are your projects? Um, so I have a pair of market lambs that I'll be taking to the fair, and then I also So that have means their purpose is meat? Yes. Okay. And then I am also taking my breed chickens to the fair. Breed chickens. Okay, how many different terms are there for chickens? You got breed, you got... Mm. Um, pretty ju- pretty much just breed and market. Okay. But there are also, uh, like, most people use their chickens for eggs, too. Okay. So. Um, the breed chickens can also be... Made to be uh, to be meat. Yes. Um, okay. So a lot of chicken breeds are dual purpose, so they can be used for eggs and um, meat production, which is what a lot of people have in their backyard flocks. Well, so what's the most fun part of this whole thing? Um. Well, <laughs> that would depend on who you ask, but. Um, me personally, I enjoy um, raising my projects and then being able to show them off at the fair. Yeah. Now, um, there's adult projects too, you know. And yes. um, do your parents participate in any things? Um, not really. Um, my parents used to be part of like the junior fair board and everything, but they haven't been the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, let's let's see here. Let's go down through a couple things. Okay, so in terms of the calendar of events for the junior fair projects, uh, let's see, on Saturday you've got some pre-fair judging. Yeah, can I put in a little piece about that? No. No? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, of course. Okay. So the pre-fair judging is um, the extra projects that kids can do. It can be clover buds or it can be full-on members. So there's individual and there's group projects. So the individual projects are trash to treasures, which is always really cool. They take, you know, trash and make it into something cool. So there's feed sacks into bags or they find like a pitchfork and make it into a, a person or whatever. Um, and then we have flip-flops, which you can decorate them anyway, and make sure you have two flip-flops, please, because, yeah. You, most people have two feet. Well, yes. Well, some of the flip-flops you can't wear again. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because they decorate them. Somebody made um, cotton candy ones last year, which were really cool. Cotton so they candy? Yeah, they put, like, fluff on them and made them, like, cotton candy and put them in, like, a little bag, and they yeah. were really cool. <laughs> Did they eat them afterwards? (laughs) No. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Um, And then there's gift wrapping, where you just take a box and you you wrap it up or a gift bag and make it all pretty, and we judge it. (laughs) So that's always interesting. Um, For any holiday, any event, whatever. Then we have perler bead art, which are the the little melting bead things that you put on the thing. And Somebody made a Ferris wheel one time, which was really cool. I think it moved, too. It was it was pretty cool, um, and then we have rocks which you can decorate anyway. Some people just put glitter glue and sap, slap a couple rock, um, 
googly eyes on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mason jars, you can fill them, you can just decorate them, anything really. And then we have flower pots, so fill them, decorate them, whatever you want to do. Um, so those are the individual ones, which anyone individually can do from clover bud age through your last year. And oh, wait a minute. <laughs> clover bud age? Yes. So what, what is that? That's like the precursor to a full-on member. So it's ages five to nine-ish. It gets a little sketchy right in the eight, nine area because okay. it depends on where your birthday falls. Okay. But they're basically, they go to meetings, they help with the community service and their projects that their their club does. And there's like Clover Bud Day, which was really fun. Uh, clover Butt or Clover Bud? Bud. Oh, bud. I misunderstood. Sorry. I was trying to think, why would they? <laughs> okay. Clover Bud. Clover Bud. Okay. So, What's yeah. the next group's name? Um, full-on member. We don't have a special oh, name. Okay. We're, okay. Ju- we're just the full-on member. So, yeah. Um, and then we also, for the pre-fair judging, we have group projects, which are the clubs. The clubs do together, and they bring them, and they get judged, and they get money and places. Um, being placed, not... Yeah, yeah. So we have trash cans, which you decorate them into the metal ones. We usually steal them from the ones that we've already decorated. Yeah. yeah. Um, recycling, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, recycling them. Then we have pallet art, which used to be um, the fence post one. The Yeah. We just switched it to Palo Art because nobody was really doing that one anymore. And then you can um, turn in your club t-shirt and get judged about that. And then mailbox and landscaping, which are the flower gardens. Now, you each have a green shirt. um, (laughs) When I saw you in the hall, I think they're identical, aren't they? Yes. These are our new Junior Fair Board shirts. They're green this year. We get to pick the color every year. And we can change the design if we want to. We just are too lazy usually. We're like, <laughs> this one works. We've had it for many years. Everyone knows us. Yeah. So, yeah. And mailboxes. Yeah. Okay, are we talking about those <laughs> at uh, the entry to each home? Yeah, like a, like a mailbox, like okay. a literal mailbox. They decorate it and bring it in, and we'll, um, they have a judge that judges it, and um, they get placed one through – what five and they get money for the first three i think cool so. and, and then something i need help with at home is landscaping <laughs> yeah so each club can ask for a spot on the fairgrounds so my club are is beside the rabbit barn we have like a little sitting area and benches and gardens and a sign on the fence so Whatever club wants to do it, they get a spot and they put flowers and make it pretty and make it on theme or whatever, and they get judged and they get little uh, places on them too. Now, I don't know if uh, Teresa would have to be here for this next one, but do your best. Okay. The history of the Junior Fair Board. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Do we have any idea how many years it's been in existence in, in a while, <laughs> a, a long while, I yeah. suspect. Um, Brie, I think, said her parents were on it when they were in 4 H, mm-hmm. so a while. Um, uh, I've been in this community basically 50 years, yeah, and it's been there all of that, <laughs> but I'm just wondering how much farther back it goes. I we don't have the answer, here. I don't have the answer, yeah, that's all right. Okay, so now, uh, calendar of events. Okay, so we mentioned this pre-fair judging, which occurs on Saturday, this coming Saturday. Um, Then, on Sunday, you have the past royalty tea. Yep. That sounds very formal and fancy. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's it's all um, the royalty members who are no longer serving on the royalty the current royalty court so 2020 all the way to our first year of the fair sure (laughs) so any of anybody queen king first attendant second attendant whatever can come to that and you just hang out and reminisce about it basically it's not very formal and that's a on sunday it says six but i think it's the seventh (laughs) um at three in the grange building 
Yeah. And then uh, the Junior Fair Parade. Um, that's all part of that large parade, right? Yep. And um, so the best place to view that really is at the grandstand itself. Um, now you have a little kids parade. <laughs> that one's really fun. So the little ones who are the clover buds um, can dress up their bike and themselves and they just do a loop around the fairground. Yeah. So it's their own little parade. <laughs> so it's on the track itself. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's. Oh, it's just winding. it's on the midway and okay. around. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, um, let's see, cookies. <laughs> um, you know, besides animals, there's quite a bit of emphasis in the Junior Fair Board about different food items, right? <laughs> yeah. And cookie decorating is on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. um, animal dress-up. Okay, <laughs> this, this has to be a hoot. Oh, it is. It's so fun. Um, we started this in 2019. It kind of died in 2020 a little bit because we didn't really have a fair. COVID. COVID. Um, and then last year, all the breed animals went home early. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it really wasn't that big. So we're hoping to get it really great up this year. So, yeah, you can dress your an any animal, chickens, ducks. Well, that's the same category. Anyway, sheep. Goats, horses. Horses have their own, but you could come anyways so if you want to. What's the wildest, uh, if you think back a year or two <laughs> or four? Oh, boy. What's the wildest thing you've ever seen? Um, so, <laughs> um, I had I grew up with this kid named Hunter Smith. Oh, Hunter. <laughs> so he's my age. We graduated together. And yeah. he, he takes steers, okay? 1,200 pound steers, uh -huh. okay? So he dressed his steer up like Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse? And he was Minnie Mouse with the shoes and everything. Oh, my. Yeah, so <laughs> literally anything. And he was, like, prancing around with his cow, who was Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Did the cow so, understand that it had to play that role? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, okay. So. Uh, that's that's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. So literally anything. They come up with their own categories on the fly, and it's it's pretty great. Somebody dressed their um, sheep up as Bob Ross, I think, and she was the painting. So, yeah, those are the two sides of the extreme. <laughs> now, Iron Chef is an event on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where junior fair board members, or no, junior, um, junior fair members, mm -hmm. uh, compete in cooking? Um, or a little what? bit. So we, we, we have the supplies and they can make things out of the things we give them. Okay. So this year our main thing is pancakes. So they can make a dessert, they can make a breakfast, they can make a dinner, they can make a 12-course meal, whatever. And they're competing against one another? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then a simple thing, it seems, but obviously not, because it's a competition. A root beer float. Yes. So this is before... Who, who the makes the best root beer float? There's judges, right? Well, no. Oh. <laughs> this isn't a competition. Okay. So let me explain. <laughs> so the root beer floats happen before the sale, and it's for any of the kids who've shown all week. So they can just come up and get a root beer float for their hard work from the week. Oh. Okay. So that one's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, none of these events are any fun, <laughs> except for Saturday, which is fun day. Yeah. What do you do? Um, so this is for, I think 13 is the cutoff age. So it's for the kids and they do little competitions and they have prizes and such. So one of them, uh, let me think like sack races mm -hmm. and water balloon fights and watermelon eating, all those fun things. They have a whole, we have a whole list of, um, things that we do and they get prizes and, it's really cool. Well, um, <clears throat> there have been um, a couple times in my life I've had to use an outhouse. <laughs> and um, oh, my uh, 
deep in my family, there was a farm up in Savannah, Ohio, mm-hmm. and it had an outhouse. It also had an in regular bathroom that you had added over the years, but there was something unique about using the outhouse. Correct. Um, outhouse race? <laughs> so it's an outhouse on wheels, and they have to... I'm not quite sure of the rules because I haven't um, run it, helped run it before. Yeah. But the general idea is somebody's inside the outhouse, and then other people are pulling it and like trying to get to the finish line the fastest. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it's it's very funny to watch. Does anything have to happen inside the outhouse during uh, the race? I don't think so. Nothing successfully. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm trying to say that very cautiously. <laughs> well, we are live, I think. Okay. <laughs> we are live. Yeah. Okay, but an outhouse race, that sounds like fun. And it is. How, how many outhouses might be an appearance? Well. Like last year, how many were there? Usually only one that oh. our advisor, Teresa Tedro, and her husband, Ted, Ted, <laughs> Ted, Tom Tedro. Yes, of course. They, they made one when we first started just to have an extra one because you're supposed to make your own. Oh. Um, so they've been using that one for years now, and they're hoping that other people, you know, start to make their own, start thinking about it now <laughs> with a week and a half to the fair. <laughs> well. <clears throat> Get your teams together. Yeah. You folks, I, I'm a little surprised you dance. <laughs> Okay, Brandlin, um, once again, our guests this morning, if you tune in late, Kara Sheridan and Brylin, right? Am I saying it right? Brylin. Brylin Bykowski. Okay. And um, they're two of the leaders in this uh, junior fair board. Now, um, a dance. So you guys... You know, Rock and Reggie comes down and and helps out, and and uh, you guys have a great time from uh, in the evening, right? Yep. Saturday evening. Yep, in the uh, Swine Arena, we all just kind of get together and hang out and dance and mm-hmm. celebrate that we had a good fair week. <laughs> well, um, cool. Now, let's see. Okay, and another thing you folks are involved in is like some people who are struggling with food um, because of the economic situations presently. Uh, You folks help gather up food uh, during the fair and really beyond that too and help people that just need a little help. That's good. So, golly, um, how many years now, Kara, you're, you're the older of the two, <laughs> uh, a sophomore in college. Yeah. Um, how many years have you been engaged in the junior fair activities? Um, so, this is my... 12th year in 4-H and final year. I was a clover bud for one year, so that's why it's 12. Um, Is there a limitation like that, actually formal? Yes, so it's you start when you're 9 as a full member, and then you go until you're when you turn 19, it's your last year. (laughs) Gotcha. So it it's, it gets a little confusing because you have your real age and you have your four H year mm-hmm. age, mm-hmm. and your four H age is the how old you are as of January first of that year, and then it gets a little confuzzled when it's your last year because you when you turn nineteen is your last year. So I'm eighteen in four H years, but I'm actually nineteen. Now, Braylon, you're a little bit younger than Kara. Um, <laughs> What um, do you see yourself doing it all the way out to? Definitely, yes. It's so much fun, eh? Yes. Well, um, have you ever had a friend that you thought should be in 4-H and 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 didn't? 
Yeah, I have a friend who helps out at a dairy farm. Yeah. And she uh, milks cows, and she has her own cow, and she loves it. Um, but I tried to convince her to join 4-H, but she just doesn't want to. <laughs> well, what's her reluctance? Do um, you know? I think she just doesn't – I think she's enjoying not being too, too busy, and so okay. she feels like she doesn't really have the time. Now, you're both l- ladies. What, what about the guys? Are there lots of guys involved too? Yeah, I would say they're – Probably aren't as many guys as there are girls, but there are definitely a good amount of guys okay. also. And your parents love this stuff, right? Um. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah, was a little hesitation. I didn't expect that hesitation. There. <laughs> well, I'm thinking. Uh, yes, they do enjoy it. They enjoy watching us learn from it, but. I'm also thinking that their wallets aren't really too happy about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, um, I mean, there's a risk with farming anyway. There's a risk in any industry. Um, but um, you have a little more control over the risk, if I think that's safe to say, in farming. Yeah. And... So since it's more under your control, it hurts you more when there's a a problem because it's very personal. Yes. Well, but outhouse races, I think that's great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, What's something you've, you've always wanted to do but not been able to yet? Kara? Huh. (laughs) <laughs> I've not been asked this question. Yeah. Well, um. You can think about it. Maybe Breland has got a faster answer. Um, I don't know. That's a hard question. Okay. Well, um, are there things that, uh, oh, like my friend uh, Teresa Tedrow and Marianne and so on, um, have in the back of their mind that they'd like to bring forward as projects but haven't been able to yet. Do you know? Wow. Science. I don't think so. Okay. So um, they're, pre- they're pretty happy with the way it's going, eh? Yeah, I think they would like a lot more of us. <laughs> There's only 13 of us this year, which is a pretty pretty low number comparatively. So... Yeah, we're always looking for more help. I'm going to put in another piece right here. Um, Applications for the Junior Fair Board are available in the Junior Fair Board Office, Fair Fair Board Secretary's Office, and online on the Extension Office website. Applicants must be 14 as of January 1st, 2021-2022. Applications are due by October 11th, 2022. Okay. So parents, if you, uh, if you, uh, or grandparents or whatever, uh, you got somebody out there that might be a good candidate for this. Yeah, and we, it, it is a lot of work, but it is worth it, and it looks great on a resume, because you, and if it, you put it on your resume and they ask you about it, you should be able to tell them exactly what you've done. So, it's yeah, it's it's a great experience overall. I think Bree would agree with me. And that's just, just starting. <laughs> now, besides the the events that you folks put on, what are some of your favorite activities of the overall fair? You know what I mean? Um, well, there are a ton of different events throughout the fair week. Oh, my. Yeah, um. I, it's, I've got a, a schedule in front of me, and it's in very fine print because yes. to make it fit on one page. Um, but I would say my favorite part of the fair is just showing my animals. Yes. Um, I'm, I've never really been into all of the different events, um, but showing my animals is definitely my favorite. Um, also we've had the road, the rodeo in the past and that's always, um, probably my favorite event that we have. Now, you know, the truck and tractor pulls and things like that. Yeah. I used to have to hook them up. (laughs) <laughs> and y- it's actually you feel a little bit scared you know like 
because they're the people on board are anxious for you to get that hook engaged yeah and then they're gonna put the power to it <laughs> and you're always worried that you're not going to get it perfectly engaged and then what happens but um okay so okay another question i've often wondered about there's the um what is it called the, the auction of yes. the animals mm-hmm. um that i've attended that on several occasions and isn't there um, an emotional tear, um, emotional strings pulling at your heart that here this animal that you spent months, perhaps even years, working with that you're never going to see again? Yes, there definitely is. <laughs> but you also kind of just prepare yourself. Like, you know this is going to be a meat animal, and you also know, like, you're going to be selling it, um, and it's definitely hard, but you kind of just get over it. You mm-hmm. kind of prepare yourself beforehand, and you know that you gave the animal a good life, and it was probably more humanely raised than any other, like, animal in the actual, like, market industry. So that kind of helps make it a little easier. Yeah. But I have seen some kids... Shed a tear. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I like to go by the general rule of if it's your first year, you're allowed to cry. Maybe your second. Or yeah. if it's your last year. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you should probably be okay to not cry during the sale. Yeah. Well, um, once again, why don't you uh, take charge of this program and uh, tell us about the fair in general. Okay, we've done a good job about the junior fair, but to our listeners who will be going and attending, I mean, they can go straight to the junior fair events, but there's so many things taking place. So when does it get started? So on Friday, there's the paramutual harness racing, and it's only $5 to get in. Mm -hmm. On Saturday... It's mostly just the animals coming in, but there's also paramutual harness racing at noon, and it's $5 to get in if you want to come. Um, Sunday, there's the garden tractor pool and cornhorn tournament, and there's also a concert going on. His name's Creed Fisher at 8 p.m. Oh, forgive me. I don't know that name. I don't know either, but apparently he's a big deal. Okay, cool. Um, and it's ten dollars to get in that day. That's also um, the parade. So you guys want to come watch the parade mm-hmm. and the royalty get crowned. Um, so that's Sunday. We're on Monday now. So it's ten per ten dollars per person over two. Let me ask one thing. So it's ten a day. That's if you go just a day at a time. Yes. But is there a cost that takes in the whole fare? Um. There's a membership where you can vote on the board members, and then there's also a season pass. I can't remember what the prices are exactly, but especially the parents who are coming every single day, Mm -hmm. they usually get a membership or a season pass. Okay, and that's probably reduced so you don't have to pay as much as... Correct. Yeah, Yeah. but for the grandparents just coming in one day, it's... I get it. Yeah. Okay, so then the next day... So we're on Monday... That's the swine show, mm-hmm. and they're, they're they're judging. I like to drink swine. <laughs> um, oh no, that's swine. Swine, not wine. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's no alcohol in the fairgrounds. <laughs> um, so I'm not s- saying a word. <laughs> okay. um, so the swine, not wine yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also Veterans Day, so veterans get in free with an ID. So they don't have to pay the $10 at the gate. That's me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Horses, the English and Western shows are on Monday. It's Clover Bud Day. Um, There's controlling invasive plants on the farm and in the wood lot. Um, That's a a program that they're putting on. And Farm Facts Scavenger Hunt. There's the Little Kids Bike Parade, which is always really fun to watch. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the rides, they should open up t- on Monday, 
Um, they won't open until after one or in completion of, you know, the ride inspection and such. Mm -hmm. There's also the open class hay show. And then there's Tough Track at 7 at the grandstands. Tough Track? Yep, Tough Track. Uh, what's that? What's Tough Track, Bree? Um, well, there are a bunch of people that uh, make and decorate a derby car, and then they um, smash into each other, oh. I believe. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I have seen that. That's cool. <laughs> kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Okay, Tuesday. And not to speed you along, but we got three minutes. Oh, left. my goodness. So Tuesday's the rabbit show and yep. the dairy feeder. Um, What's the fun things happening? There's motocross in the evening at the grandstand. Mm -hmm. On Wednesday, it's kids' day. And the fun thing that's happening then is the koi drag racing. I'm not quite sure what that is, but, yeah, that's on... Wednesday, and then on Thursday, there's not much going on on the Junior Fair side, but there's the Kitty Tractor Pull, the wow. Iron Chef competition, yep. um, a cattle fitting contest, and the Demo Derby at 8 p.m. So that's fun. Demo Derby's kind of like the Tough Jack. Yeah. yeah. Um, on Friday, it's Ultimate Showmanship. It's very professional. They're all quiet. They can't talk to one another. Um, it's the, the winners of each species. So, like, if you win your species, you can do ultimate. Um, the sale is also that night. There's a horse pool at 7, and there's also the Renee Stewart Band on the hillside stage. And then Saturday, all the animals go home bright and early. And there's the outhouse races, and there's a power pool truck and tractor pool and then the barn dance at 9 p.m well it's a great time folks i've um, been involved in it over off and on over the years and um, the junior fair portion of it is always special um listen tara sheridan brylan bykowski thank you for coming in tell teresa what we appreciate it and um uh, where, where if you just go one day, it's 10 bucks, and then there's one day in which if you're a vet, it's zero. Um, but you can also, I'm almost sure, you can buy something that lets you go every day for less than having to pay, you know, 60 or 70 bucks. Yeah, I think it's like 30 for the season and 35 for the membership. Yeah. That sounds right in my head. And if you have any questions about the fair, you can go to the Athens County Fair website, and they have all of the information that you could ever need on there. So some of the papers we're working from, and then lots more, too. Okay, well, listen, gals, good luck to each of you on your projects, and um, maybe I'll see you down there, okay? Okay. That's good. All right, folks, uh, that kind of wraps it up for today. Um, tomorrow, I think we have a free-for-all edition, and uh, you know how that goes. So uh, we'll be looking forward to that. Um, let's see, Scott's not here. I was going to ask him a question, but I guess it just doesn't matter. We'll wait till tomorrow. Okay, take care out there, please. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. President Biden insists the U.S. economy is on the right path, despite this morning's report showing it's contracted for the second month in a row. Bank rates Mark Hamrick. The Commerce Department says GDP declined in the second quarter at an annualized rate of nine-tenths of one percent, weaker than expected. That follows an earlier annualized decline in the first three months of the year of 1.6 percent. That hits a rule of thumb for a recession, but Hamrick cautions there will be revisions to this morning's numbers. Two weeks after he walked away from a climate deal, swing Democrat Joe Manchin surprised his party when he reversed himself 
himself on a Senate package aimed at fighting inflation and lowering prescription drug costs, among other things. Correspondent Nancy Cordes. This would be the largest U.S. climate change legislation ever. President Biden last night declared it historic. It is the product of secret negotiations over a package that until yesterday appeared to be dead. The State Department could be close to a deal to bring WNBA star Brittany Griner and Marine vet Paul Whelan home from captivity in Russia. Whelan's brother David tells CBS Mornings. The difference I think really is that the offer is publicly known. So we know for sure that an offer has been made. We know that the U.S. has acted. They may have made offers in the past that weren't accepted. And so I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. It's believed to be a prisoner swap for a Russian arms dealer serving time here in the U.S. President Biden and China's Xi Jinping have been speaking by phone this morning amid simmering tensions over economic policy, human rights, and the war in Ukraine. A new pressure point, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's potential visit to Taiwan. Kim Jong-un has issued a new warning to the U.S. and his neighbor to the south, reporter Alex Jensen from Seoul. After months of speculation that North Korea Korea is preparing a first nuclear test since 2017. Leader Kim Jong-un said his country's nuclear deterrent is ready to mobilize. Speaking on the anniversary of the ceasefire ending the Korean War, he also said the North's fully prepared for a military confrontation with the U.S. while threatening South Korea with annihilation over its recently announced military plans. Johnny Depp's attorney in his case against his ex Amber Heard has given her first interview to CBS's Gail King. Camille Vasquez on Heard's appeal of more than $10 million settlement she was ordered to pay. It's pretty standard legal procedure. We just are hopeful that the court will uphold the verdict, which we think was the right verdict, and allow both parties to, to move on. The Dow is down 130 points right now. The S&P is off 18. This is CBS News. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed, the end-to-end -end hiring solution. Attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Ah, uh, yeah, it's Coach Ice-T. Who's ready to spin? We're starting with a big hill. Let's ride. Why is Ice-T leading our spin class? Uh, it's probably the Honey Nut Cheerios. He found out they can help lower cholesterol. Now he's having fun taking care of his heart in all sorts of new ways. That's right, Buzz. Now, spinners, really pour your heart into it and pick it up. Learn more by picking up a box of Cheerios and check out our...